The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Carrollton, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show coming to you through the magic of the internet. It's true. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or you're or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Uh, a small note about that. With the new website rollout, we are currently, it's lagging very hard as far as getting the podcasts up. They are coming. Give it a minute. I promise they're, they're on their way. You probably we don't miss We didn't forget about it. You're fine. Either way, thank you for, for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 26th birthday today. Is DeAndre Hopkins. Sure. Someone you know very well. Oh yeah, we're best friends. You uh, you wrote about him in the magazine. Thank goodness that DeAndre Hopkins is on the Texans because I don't know what positive thing I could have written about otherwise. Yeah, like that's concrete. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's Deshaun Watson who was obviously incredible last year, but is is very hurt and yeah. or was very hurt and is supposed to be back, but we don't know. Anyway. Maybe you've heard of this guy, J.J. Watt, their best player. Who can't stay healthy. Yeah. Anyway, happy birthday, DeAndre Hopkins. The best thing about the Texans. Today is Wednesday, June 6th, 2018. 169 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 568. 568, the number of RBI for Toby Hera in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. I actually mean that. That is a Rangers Hall of Famer. Oh, I did not know that. How many Rangers Hall of Famers are there, Greg? They... Induct too many. They're too many? Probably like That's the answer. 18. Off the top, I do want to uh, reply to our friend Brent Holman, who says, so uh, I can't get into my account. That's on purpose. We reset all the passwords for the new website. You'll be getting your new password shortly. You will be. They're coming via email, via email. Anyway, on today's show, guys, we've got some headlines, including um, A&M's absolutely bananas recruiting weekend uh, and some some interesting news for former Texas high school football state champions. We'll get into that. And then back half of the show, we've got two interesting interviews. One, the iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Year, Barry Campbell, down there at Kingwood, uh, talked with our own Robel Melissa about receiving the award and, and, and persevering through all the things that they did, uh, had to this year. Uh, so we will hear from Barry Campbell of Kingwood, as well as Matt Stepp was out at another state 7-on-7 qualifying tournament. Was this in Brock? This is Brock's. Brock. Yeah. Uh, where he caught up with five five coaches, including Breckenridge coach Casey Hubble, who we'll, we will hear from at the back half of the show, so stay tuned for that. Uh, a programming note, if you are into that kind of thing, oh, no. uh, I will be on the Paul Feinbaum show today at 3.30 oh, p.m. Oh, boy. Uh, talking with Have Mr. you done Feinbaum. Feinbaum before? Yeah, I did in 2015. Okay. When we, uh, when the, we had the, uh, the play of the game. Play the game. Uh, okay. But uh, but now we've got it. we've got Jimbo Fisher on the cover, and so I guess he wants to talk to me about that, or he wants to confront me with a deep dark secret that I hope would never come to light. 
Either way, tune in to SEC Network around 3.30 Central. Um, the cover is out. Well, yesterday was the big cover reveal. If you missed it, it's Jimbo Fisher uh, and Ed Oliver. I've still got the thing right there. It's Jimbo Fisher and Ed Oliver um, on the cover. And by the way, I've gotten some questions about like, oh, I want the Ed Oliver cover. You get both. You get right. both covers. It's going to fold un- fold under like this. Yeah. So it'll be like that, and you fold out like that. Usually we have a full cover from the printer, but we don't have them. Yeah. So um, we revealed the cover. And the reaction has been over, overwhelmingly positive. Everyone really likes the covers. They are unique. They are, um, I think they're they're really iconic, and they're 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 in their own way, uh, very different from things that we've done in the past. Um, I don't know if you saw Max because I know you're not a tweeter, and I'm on my Twitter sabbatical. But it was uh, somebody alerted me to this. Uh, we were trending yesterday. Okay. Not us, per se, but our cover was. Okay. With the hashtag, what's Jimbo watching? Yeah. Uh, the memes have begun where everybody is trying to figure out what it is that Jimbo Fisher uh, is watching in this image. Uh, I hate to ruin the fun. I'll tell you what he's watching. Nothing. He's watching me pointing at a spot on the wall <laughs> say, please look here. Uh, that's the the no fun answer, but it's worth a perusement if you want to go check out Twitter. Hashtag What's Jimbo Watching uh, has been really fun. We've had everything from Alf uh, to uh, old A and M games, um, a lot of uh, a lot viral YouTube videos, uh, the kids saying LeBron James. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's been a it's been a good run. So check that out. It's What's hashtag What's Jimbo Watching, uh, memeing our cover. Which a tradition unlike any other. That's kind that's of true. the. That's the you know we we talk about how how the cover reveals the Texas tradition. Uh, I feel like memeing the cover is also a Texas tradition. Who's calling you? Uh, someone from a two two five area code. Where's two two five? Looking this up. Two two five area code is in Louisiana. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Untrustworthy. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I'd stay away from that. I do want to point out. Got a couple people in our comments, including Brent Homan, who has served for this country, and we thank you, sir. D Day. Today is D Day. That's right. Today and, is uh, boy. a day we don't make a big enough deal out. I don't think. No, we really don't. That was um, like if you there's a this is this is not breaking news, but if there's a number of really good documentaries on D Day, oh man, if you ever actually so dive into like the the whole story of it, um, the, the planning and oh. like. How many things the went decoys, right? Every yeah, every yeah, everything. The the intelligence the Germans ignored when they shouldn't have. Like I mean, there was like look, the United States and the Allies outflanked and outsmarted the yeah, the Germans. Yeah. I want to be very clear about that. Who had the high ground on a beach? Yes, they outsmarted them for sure. There's that. No, another topic. Definitely got a little lucky. Yeah, <laughs> there were a yeah. number of times yeah. where if yeah. one little thing changes, we're having a, we're probably not having this internet show in English. Let's put it that way. Yes, as so. Brent as Brent said, they saved us from speaking German. And let me tell you, German's a tough. That's language. a tough language. We don't it's want that. Very, it's a lot yeah. of lot of consonants. But anyway. uh, that is a bucket list item for me. I don't know about Normandy. you, Normandy for sure. Yeah, you know it's funny. France doesn't really interest me, but that does. Right. Like right. Normandy interests me. Paris, take or leave. You know, I'm sure Paris is pretty cool. It's a very American and very Texan opinion to be like, uh, France, uh, no, Paris. No, no, no. <laughs> no, like it's it's Paris for a reason. I, I understand. <laughs> like the food and and the the, the wine, the wine uh, is incredible, and it's just a beautiful city. 
Um, friends have told me, like when we were planning our European vacation a couple of years yeah. ago, we were kind of looking at Paris, and friends told me they're like, if you're, you got to be like, if you're really into art. Yeah, like you will like Paris is is mecca. Sure, it is incredible. Sure. It's a beautiful city. In but general. like, but like if you're not, then it's like it's a it's a cool town. It's and a cool town. So I yeah. we opted out of Paris. Um, but Normandy, extremely into that. I'll not to keep that. derailing this. We have. Rails? Did you watch Band of Brothers? Was it, were you a Band of Brothers? Stand? Uh, I mean, I caught up on. I didn't. I didn't watch it live, but like I caught up on it. Brent Holman bringing that up too. Good call. It's a great show. Great show. Great show. Great show. Very good. And it's got a. Um, uh, the guy from Friends being humiliated, which I always <laughs> like. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Max, let's get into some headlines, some good, some bad. Let's start with uh, some very good news in, out of Aggie Land. Um, no, it's not just that Jimbo Fisher's on the cover of the map. <laughs> uh, they have been cleaning up on the recruiting trail, specifically on the offensive line. For 2019, they got a commitment from Kenyon Green, the yeah. Atascacita tackle, whom some believe is the best offensive lineman in the state. He's very good. I watched he's, him last year in person. He was at one of the games I went to in Houston, and he's He's no worse than top three linemen in the state right. in the class yeah. of 2019. He's a stud. They get a commitment from him, but then they started going on to 2020, and they got a number of big-time 2020 uh, commitments, including Fort Bend Hightower's uh, Smart Chibi- uh, Chibuzo, uh, Fort Bend Kempner's Akinola Ogunbiyi, I'm You'll sorry, get it eventually. Guys. I'm sorry. I will learn them when they start yeah. suiting up for the yeah. maroon. Um, as well as they already got Navasota guard Jordan Jefferson, who's just a mismatch at the 4A level, uh, as well as uh, uh, the Woodlands College Park's Josh Bankhead. They have cleaned up uh, in the recruiting rankings. That class is currently number 15 in 24-7's composite team rankings. Um, this is, uh, uh, look, the offensive line last year was one of the reasons that the legs got cut out from underneath that Aggie yeah. season. And I think they're, they lose Coda Martin to Syracuse. They've got some players back that I know they're excited about, but like I don't anticipate this offensive line is going to be like... You have to not, figure it out. It's not going to go from, from what it was last year to like elite. I think yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be better, but I don't know if it's going to be good enough to get them to where, you know, to the national championship stage on the first line. But they seem to be committing to offensive line in these early recruiting classes under Jimbo Fisher. It's a big, big recruiting weekend recently for Texas A&M. Speaking of Texas A&M, a former Texas A&M quarterback making news. Uh, the quarterback of the Oklahoma Sooners, Kyler Murray. You may remember him uh, from three consecutive state championship games, winning 42 games in a row as a starter as of the Allen Eagles. Um, well, he is projected to be the starting quarterback of Oklahoma. Yeah. We don't talk about that a whole lot because it's, it's Oklahoma. Uh, but he's now in a very precarious position. Kyler Murray, aside from being a very good football player, is an exceptional baseball player. Very good. He's been playing baseball for OU as well, been playing both football and baseball uh, for them. And we knew this was coming, that he's draft eligible, and we knew that he was probably going to get drafted in the first round. But I don't know if anybody saw him getting drafted number nine overall by the Oakland A's. 
And you're probably asking, okay, well, like, what does that mean? First of all, let's all, if you're not familiar with the MLB draft, the baseball draft, it is weird. It is unlike any other draft in sports. It is like 60 rounds. Basically, everyone picks until they don't want to pick anymore. And there is what's called, especially in the early going, there's what's called slot money. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are there is a certain amount of money that is designated that if you are the number one pick, then then they can pay you X, then they generally pay you X signing bonus. It can be bigger or smaller, but that's a kind of a guideline. So the number nine overall pick last year, the assigned value, well, no, here we go, the assigned value, $4.7 million. That's a signing bonus. That's a check they cut you. Yep. Like today. Like, Mm -hmm. here you go, Mr. Murray, a $4,761,500, and here you go. So there's now going to be the question of what does he do? hard money to walk away from. I will also tell you that my personal opinion has always been that if Kyler Murray's number one goal is to be pl- paid for playing sports, he should go to OU. <laughs> hey, you guys get it? No, but it, if he wants to if he wants to be play, paid to play sports, he should play baseball. Yeah. Because as a quarterback, as great as he is, he's 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 undersized. It's just a, the, yeah. the fact of the matter. Yeah. He can be a, you know, here here somebody's offering 4.7 million dollars to play baseball. Now, it sounds like, and I don't know the intricacies of how these MLB contracts work, but it sounds like they can come to an agreement where he will get that money and still be able to start for them this year, but after that he He'll would probably need to have go to make play a baseball. Yeah. Uh, which would make him, by the way, uh, m- m- richer than his coach. He would have he would get paid more in 2018 than R- Lincoln Riley. It's a very funny. interesting situation there. It sounds like what's happening if you're reading the tea leaves that he's going to take that money and he's going to play this year and then next year he's probably gone. But we'll find out. Anyway, yeah. Kyler Murray in the news again. Uh, speaking of Oklahoma, less uh, fun news. A former Texas high school football star um, is uh, in deep, deep, deep doo doo. Uh, yeah. Parrish Cobb, who you may remember guiding. Waco La Vega to a 2015 state championship game. Uh, just a superstar there. I uh, played cornerback at Oklahoma in 2016. He has been sentenced to 18 years in prison uh, for he pleaded guilty to aggravated robbery in a holdup of a Baylor student at gunpoint. Remember, he's from Waco. Prosecutors dismissed two other armed robbery charges against Cobb as part of a plea bargain. Although that remains uh, another remains pending, according to the Waco Tribune Herald. He was arrested in 2017. Uh, while free while free on bond, he was arrested three months later in Norman, Oklahoma, on multiple counts of armed robbery. Uh, those charges remain pending against him. Bad, bad news for Parrish Cobb. He's Sad. going to prison for at least 18 years. It sounds like it could be more. Finally, Max Las Vegas uh, has released their um, uh, their over-unders. Uh, this Are is you surprised from by any of them? Covers.com. No, the only ones, there's a couple that I think are over. So they're talking about how many games they think they're going to win. You can bet they're going to win more, bet they're going to win okay. less. So, for example, Baylor is over under six. Seems about half a win too high, but. I would have, yeah. I probably would have said f- five and a half, right? Yeah, Maybe five, five and a half. I mean, yeah. remember, this was a team that won one game last year, but obviously yeah. they're very high uh, on them. Let's see. Uh, elsewhere, let's go to Houston. Houston, they are doing, where'd you go, Houston. Oh my gosh, our pets' heads are falling off. Oh, seven and a half. Seems Ooh, a little low. low for my taking. That's just my personal op- opinion. Uh, let's go to uh, Rice. Rice 
has, let's see, you're listening to live coverage of me like three. Three! A little generous for a team that won one game last year, but I could see that. I think three spot on, honestly. Three feel, and remember, another thing, remember about, first one, right? another thing to yeah. remember about Rice. They got an extra they game. They 13 games. Yeah. SMU is at six. Yeah. Again, right in the ballpark. TCU is at seven and a half. That seems like really undercooking it. Again, I can understand it, though. I, I, I feel like I'm on an island about this. If Sean Robinson doesn't right. work out, they're in deep crap. You're right. You're you right. Know? They don't have a and great plan They'll B. be good, but... Ooh. That's true. Texas, eight and a half. Okay. Ooh. A little high for me. Boy. Texas A&M, seven. Mm. I think that's right. That's right Right there. there. That's right, right on where it. it needs to be the first year. UTSA is at five. Lot to replace, but ah, I think they're a bowl team. My okay. personal opinion. Texas okay. State's at three. Boy, nah. uh, ever weather's better. better hope not. Yeah. Texas Tech's at six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and finally, let's see. UTEP two and a half. So they well uh, that makes sense. Two and a half. I can understand Rice with an extra game being the three with UTEP being the two and a half. Those okay. are all 12 of the over-unders. Let us Was know that all? how we should spend our money. What about North Texas? Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. totally forget North Texas. Come on. Sorry, my bad. North Texas. Nine? Eight. Ooh. Take the over. Ooh. We're at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. If you go to TexasFootball.com right now, a big banner will jump out at you and will say, hey, get your copy of the 2018 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. If you order it this week... If you order it this week, we will mail it directly to you, and there is a chance that it gets to you before it hits shelves. We've heard it before that, that people were like, oh, you know, there's, you know, the, uh, I ordered it, and I, I had to wait until after it was on shelves. We believe we've fixed those issues. So if you want to get your magazine mailed directly to you, don't run around to Walmart, HEB, Brookshire's. Let us mail it directly to you from the printer. Go to TexasFootball.com. There's a big thing that jumps out and says, hey, you should do it. Anyway, check that out. Max, uh, let's talk about uh, Barry Campbell, the head coach of the Kingwood Mustangs. Mustangs. Thank you. Why did I say Panthers? I don't know. I'm very, very intoxicated right now. Yeah, it's okay. Let's talk about Barry Campbell, the head coach of the Kingwood Mustangs. Uh, coach Campbell was selected as the iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Year uh, by us here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and I think it's easy to see why uh, helping to guide uh, must, uh, the Mustangs through what was a just horrendous situation there where their school was essentially destroyed yep. by Hurricane Harvey, guiding them to a dang playoff win. Two. In two. Reached the third round. It was insane. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. Uh, Coach Campbell was selected for the award because he typifies discipline, character, and integrity while passing those values along to his athletes to help him help them be successful both on and off the field. Bill Collins from iCoach was on hand to present the award with Dave Campbell's Texas football and our own Robel Melissa caught up with Barry Campbell after the awards presentation. Here is our conversation with Barry Campbell of Kingwood, our iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Year around Texas football today. 
So Rob Melesi here with Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. I'm here at Kingwood High School with our 2017 Inspirational Coach of the Year, Barry Campbell. Now, Mr. Campbell, that was, Coach Campbell, that was probably the loudest pep rally I've ever been a part of. Are they all like that? They're all uh, full of energy and uh, plenty loud uh, every week. Those kids uh, really get after it. Our administration's fired up about getting kids uh pepped up and fired up about pep rally and excited and showing their school spirit. Well, when we hit our loudest decibel level probably was when we announced you as our 2017 Inspirational Coach of the Year presented by iCoach. Now, Coach, you know this. There's over 1,430-something coaches in the state of Texas, the best state uh, with high school football, and out of all the coaches in the state, you were the one selected for the Coach of the Year. What, what runs through your head when, when you hear that? Uh, it's really uh, a humbling uh, feeling uh, when you when you say uh, you know when you put the number to it and and talk about all the other coaches that are extremely deserving of uh, this award. I mean, there's a lot of coaches out there that are doing some uh, very inspirational thing, and so uh, to be even considered in a group uh, of guys that I work with, work against, um, and uh, all throughout Texas, uh, it, it's very. Uh, it's a great honor uh, to be recognized by Dave Campbell's Texas football. And, Coach, you know, just going back into the season, uh, you know, obviously Kingwood High School devastated by Hurricane Harvey, a lot of adversity that you guys had to face. If you talk about a football program, you guys uh, made it to the third round of the playoffs, and I think you told me that that was only the second time in, what, 27 years uh, that the school has made it that far. Walk me through just the past – the past six months of where y'all were and, and where you are right now? Well, there was, you know, right when it initially happened, uh, there were some talks that, you know, we may not even have a season. And so w when we look back and, and, uh, and, and think about that time that, that there, there may not even had an opportunity to, to allow these kids to play, you know, and to, to use all the things that they worked on uh, throughout the off season and get an opportunity to represent their school, uh, we we felt fortunate just to be able to step on the field for the first game. Uh, we couldn't have done it without uh, tons of help uh, in our district, our community, uh, our school district, uh, letting us borrow uh, football equipment, uh, some other surrounding schools in the Houston area, letting us borrow football equipment. Uh, our administration's been incredible, both at the school and in the district. Uh, it, there's a lot of things that had to take place for this to happen. Uh, and we had to have a great attitude by every group, yeah. uh, the administration, the community, our parents, the, the players, uh, our coaching staff. Uh, if any one of them had been anything less than, than uh, positive about what we were trying to do, then it, you know, what we were able to accomplish this year probably wouldn't have happened. And so uh, definitely honored to be a part of uh, this community and, and, and the group that we got to work with. But – you know, going back to the season, you know, we, the, it was a rough start. Uh, as rough as it was, uh, as bad as it got at certain times during the year, our kids were uh, phenomenal and in and, and that they were determined every day to come to come to practice and go to work. Yeah. They showed up every day and went to work. Uh, we didn't always have great practices, but uh, they came to work every day and, and tried to get better and, and just to give ourselves an opportunity for success. And and uh, gradually that started building, and we had some ups and downs throughout the season and, and finally had a, a, a good surge of ups uh, at the right time of year, right as we were going into the playoffs and being able to qualify 
for the playoffs and then you know to be able to take advantage of that and get into the third round uh, was extremely exciting and phenomenal for our players to be able to do that with all the off the field things that they had to worry about it was just a it's a great place for those kids to be uh, you know they're dealing with a lot of things off the field but then they could come to practice for two two and a half hours a day yeah. and get away from life and do things for themselves and that's what we talked about all the time when, when you're here at practice be at practice and then when you're not be wherever you need to be uh to help your family or your community or yourself whatever it is and you mentioned it coach i mean there's a lot of exciting things a lot of excitement right now you know even just walking through the school and seeing the renovations and even just hearing the stories that you've told me it's remarkable that y'all have made it to this point this quickly uh the school uh looks phenomenal there's obviously still renovations going on but um, as all these new and exciting things and, and we're looking ahead positively, what are some things that we can look forward to in 2018 uh, from the King of Mustangs? Well, we just finished spring football, which was, you know, we're, you know, we're excited that we got to get back into something else that was regular. You know, it's kind of been a gradual deal as we got back on campus right after spring break. And so that brought some normalcy back to what we were doing every day. And then, and then not long after that, we, we wrapped up our off season and started into uh, our spring football uh, practices and and uh, it was just nice to be out there and get through it and let kids run around and 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 finally get back to looking at what we can do for next year and putting last year behind us uh, and, and everything we're doing not just on the football field but school and and uh, and home related too we can finally start looking into next year and, and I think it really put our attention on next year and so you know what? What are we going to be able to accomplish? We're going to we're, uh, the the standards are still high for us. Uh, we if we can accomplish what we did last year, then we've got to be able to raise the standard this year when when uh, things hopefully will be in a little better uh, situation for us. Uh, but we've got to take advantage of those situations. And, and our kids came out of spring uh, for the most part healthy and and excited to go into the summer and, and to be ready for next season. And, and we've got a t- tough schedule ahead of us, and it's going to be a tough start to the season before we get into district, and then it's going to be a fight to the finish, yeah. just like every year. And so we're always talking about, you know, just find a way to give ourselves a chance to get in the playoffs and, and uh, no telling what will happen. Well, Coach, I know under under your liter- leadership, your team will be in, in good hands. And, again, on behalf of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and on behalf of iCoach, just want to congratulate you again on, on being named our 2017 Inspirational Coach of the Year. I appreciate it. Thanks, Rob. There is Barry Campbell, the head coach of the Kingwood Mustangs, our iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Year. Very well deserved for Coach Campbell. Excited to see what he does with the Mustangs. Wasn't a uh, tough decision, that one. No. no Some there, years were, tougher, there were a couple, but that but, was uh, pretty, What a special year considering everything they it really went through. Was. It was really, really outrageous. So we, we really appreciate him taking a little bit of time. Uh, to talk with Rebel Melissa of the Dave Campbell staff and appreciate uh, all that he did to help Kingwood get through uh, what was obviously a very difficult time. Let's shift gears a little bit, Max. Uh, Matt Stepp, our Dave Campbell's Texas football high school football insider, was out at the Brock State qualifying tournament for 7-on-7. Caught up with a number of coaches, one of them, the head coach of the Breckenridge Buckaroos, coming off of a district championship uh, last year. A very bizarre year in which they go... 0-5, 5-0 in district, and then losing the first round of the playoffs. Upset Brock, too. What's that? And they upset Brock during all that. And they upset Brock during all that. It was bizarre. Ten starters back on offense, six on defense for the Buckaroos and their head coach, Casey Hubble. Here is Matt Stepp's interview with Breckenridge coach Casey Hubble here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp with Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here at the Brock 7-on-7 state qualifying tournament. 
here with the head coach of the Breckenridge Buckaroos, Coach Casey Hubble. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to uh, chat with us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, Coach, obviously you guys, uh, you had a good year last year. You, you showed some some promise, especially, you know, the win over Brock to close the regular season out. I know the playoffs didn't quite go up, you know, the, uh, as planned, but you guys did show flashes. What do you think in 2018 you guys need to do to, to kind of have more, be more consistent and try to make the deep playoff run, which I know you guys think you're capable of? Yeah, we just got to be more consistent with our fundamentals. You know, I'm going to sound generic and cliched, but we got to block and tackle better. Early on in the season, we struggled with those things. Uh, we've got to do a better job coaching and make sure that our kids know exactly what they're supposed to do so they can play fast. Uh, very pleased with our guys, the way they, they went through the district run last year, and then uh, everything went right, and uh, we were able to play our best game uh, going into the playoffs. And um, Thought we were ready to go make a run, and then just didn't didn't get it done. And there's no, uh, you don't win just because you won. So we got to go do it again, and and just be able to every time we step on the field, compete at a high level. You get the testament. Also, people think you know small school football. There, there's the haves and the have-nots. But you know, especially in your region last year, there were a lot of a lot of good ball clubs, weren't there? Yes, our region is very tough, and uh, with Brock Wall, you know, Shallow Water and Muleshoe are usually really really good, and. Um, I think we're going to add a couple this year, bringing in Pilot Point and a couple of others. So it uh, should be a plenty tough region, and our district, I think, is going to be a, a shootout from week to week, and uh, somebody's going to end up staying home. So uh, we're going to have to play every week. All right, Coach, I know today uh, you guys are a little fit on numbers. You, uh, you don't have your full squad here. Uh, the heat's going to be, be a challenge. I mean, I know these are kind of things that make your kids tougher, though, and I know you're looking looking forward to watching your kids compete. Is there anything that you want to see from your kids uh, today specifically? Yeah, just compete every, every chance you get. Um, we've been playing some seven-on-seven seven, um, in a league, and uh, we've just got to play more than one game. We've played one game really good every time, and we've played two two nights, so we just got to play every time we step on the field and uh, battle through heat, and it's hot for everybody, so no one feels sorry for you out there, so we just got to compete every day. All right, now, uh, haven't been to Breckenridge for a game yet. I'm, I'm hoping to make it out there one of these days, so uh, I need some suggestions from you when I get out to Breckenridge to cover cover Buckaroo's game. Where, where, uh, where are some of your favorite places to eat at? Well, we've got a lot of people that, that uh, take really good care of us, and Lewis over at L&L uh, Restaurant, um, Ken's Chicken and Fish, and then La Familia. And then on, if you go outside of town, there's a Canyon, Canyon Road, which makes a real good steak. And uh, all those guys take real good care of us and help us out anytime we need. And uh, you won't go wrong with any of them. Who's the coach in your staff that can uh, put away the most food at the dinner table? Is it, it's got to be your O-line or D-line guy, right? I can't, I can't incriminate anybody like that. It, it's a competition for us every time we eat, too. So uh, um, come on out to Breckenridge. we got the best stadium in the state of Texas, I believe. So you're missing out if you don't make it out there. All right, Max and Greg, you heard it. We're going to need to get out to Breckenridge to cover a Buckaroos game. Coach, enjoy watching your kids compete today and appreciate what you do for the student-athletes in the state of Texas. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate there it. There he is, Casey Hubble, head coach of the Breckenridge Buckaroos. In a fire Buckaroos shirt. We, uh, that shirt is amazing. Gonna, we've got we've officially got the invite uh, to come out to uh, Breckenridge. He says best stadium in the state, in his opinion. And it's pretty classic. They've got like the it's great the entrance entryway yeah, is really cool. It's pretty good. Yeah, we may have to make our way out there. Uh, I will. I'll say this. I'll be out there tomorrow if you got a shirt for me. Those shirts, fire. Cool. Really good. Cool. Yeah, Buckaroos football Nike shirt. Anyway, if you've got one say, of those, look, coach. we get a lot of stuff. You can't ever see it because I just put our. There but are the a new few, studio will be able to. We'll be, you'll be able to see more of this stuff with more of the cameras in the new studio. A lot of stuff we get is pretty cool. 
That buckaroo shirt. That's top five I've ever seen. It's really good. That's pretty slick. It's really good. So we appreciate Coach Casey Hubble catching up with Matt Stepp. And now we go to Max Thompson for the award-winning segment, Final Thoughts. Man, we got a lot of... A lot of people in the house today, so I can't even begin to uh, to shout them all out individually. Uh, Jacob John was giving the push over or uh, under for all of your all the teams, which uh, there's a lag. You know, you're you're hearing us say this, and it probably takes about 45 seconds for it to to get to you. Basically, mm-hmm. the way the internet works, but uh, I'm glad that he was that dialed in. I still maintain he'd do a, just a, just a fine job taking over for you. That's what I, that's what I think. Tony Blaylock uh, said, "Great job with the covers. Can't wait to get the magazine in the mail and spend my time at Seven on Seven State reading it. We'll see you there, buddy. Uh, we got some. We're trying to do some cool stuff for Seven on Seven. We got some ideas. I, I can't announce everything we're trying to do. I'll only be there one day. I'll you'll only be there, there one Thursday. day, but dang near the whole rest of the crew will be there the whole time. Me, Ishmael, Matt Stepp. Uh, it sounds like Taylor Sexton, our director of operations, is going to be out there." Uh, we're hoping to have some cool stuff to hang out with everyone at seven on seven, but, uh, Tony bringing that up was, uh, a good reminder for me to say that. And, yeah. uh, I don't know. We, we went on our little, uh, D day tangent. So that kind of covered like the first half of uh, a lot of everyone was talking about. So, uh, okay. anyway, big, big, uh, big crowd in the house today. Thanks for all tuning in. Uh, a lot of the regulars, but we're happy to see a few people uh, have realized that we're around. We're here every day. Yeah, man. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. It's not getting any younger. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. 